0: The 14-day, scanning-free and calibration-free Cybionics GS1 CGM aims to deliver reliable, seamless diabetes management experiences. For more, check out cybionicscgm.com. How's it going? It's Owen here, and this is a bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast, Redefining Diabetes. Every week, we'll dip back into the episode archive and get you to think and reflect once more about some of the things we've learned from the podcast over the last few years. It could be some diabetic wisdom, advice, a great guest, or even a hypo story. So enjoy this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. The first thing I do when I get in the door is check my blood sugar. But as a result of that 20-minute cycle, my blood sugar could still be coming down. So... I could check my blood sugar when I get in. It could be perfect. Half an hour, an hour later, it could drop. So I need to always be aware of how my blood sugar is. I view my blood sugar like either a graph. Now, I know you can use CGMs, which is a continuous glucose monitor now, and it actually gives you a graph for your blood sugar. But for people like me and many, many other people, you don't see it as a graph. You just, you check it and that's how it is at that exact moment. So, for you to be able to visualize in your own head that your blood sugar is a graph or like an energy bar, you know that I need to top it up with food every now and then or I need to bring it back down with a walk or insulin. So, what time are we at now? We're at about 2 o'clock right now. I've got home from the gym. I need food. My body is craving food. So I've checked my blood sugar. First thing I do, I'm always aware of is it going to stay where I want it to be or is it going to go higher, is it going to drop? Graham, you can just get whatever food you want. You're hungry after the gym. You can dive into the shelves, whatever you want. Head first into the fridge. For me, it's a bit more complicated. I need to specifically decide what food I need. I need to carb count. Have you heard me mention that before? I'm aware of it, but you've never actually told me what you do to
1: carb count. I'd have no clue.
0: So, a typical meal for me after the gym would be asparagus, salmon, and rice. More often than not, it will be brown rice. That's a slower-releasing carb. It's easier to manage, if you're diabetic, if you eat slower-releasing carbs, from my experience. What I need to do is I need to weigh out that rice. I need to determine exactly how many carbohydrates are in that bowl of rice. And then, let's say, for example, it is 60 grams carbs. I take my insulin pen, flick it to six units, jab it in, six units of insulin, and then I can eat my rice. After that, I will go back up to the laptop. I will do a few more hours work and about, well probably 30 minutes after the meal, I'll check my blood sugar again to see how it's affected my sugars. If it's high, again, insulin. If it's low, hopefully not. I will take glucose tablets. And you know, the most, one of the most frustrating things when you're training in the gym or you want to get yourself in shape and you're diabetic, it's basically, you could do you could do 30 minutes, you could run for 30 minutes and you could burn all these calories and you feel fantastic and you're, oh, I'm going to be lean tomorrow, I'm going to be in great shape and all this sort of thing and then your blood sugar drops and you're like, oh my. So because your blood sugar's dropped, you now need to treat that low blood sugar with more calories. So for <laughs> me, it's like a sugary drink or glucose <laughs> tablets. So any calories I've just burnt, just put back on because this low
1: blood sugar. So we're after lunch now. You've had your salmon, your asparagus, your rice. What happens
0: then? What's next? So strangely enough, I go back up to the laptop. You know what? The point of this episode is to outline a normal day. This is a boring day for me. It's this is a Monday or a Tuesday. I'm sitting on my laptop, but this is just to try and emphasize how how much diabetes interrupts your life even just if you're sitting at a laptop. It's so much more complicated if you're out with friends or you're on a night out. This is me sitting at a laptop for the day, going to the gym, and it's still diabetes in my head. Diabetes, diabetes, check blood sugar, insulin. It's just just like it can consume your mind sometimes. So I presume you're having dinner at around
1: 5 or 6 o'clock. For those three hours, is is it just constantly checking the blood sugars again because see what effect the rice and the salmon had
0: and then and the lead up to dinner then so yeah I'll che- I'll have I'll have maybe 15-20 diabetic thoughts while I'm sitting at the laptop and because of what I do I don't I don't really have any escape from diabetes which is a good thing I I love being part of this new life yeah. that I'm involved in so while I'm on the laptop for those few hours it's me basically checking in with online clients who vast majority of, probably 99% of, are diabetic. Apart from my blood sugars, I want to know, how's your blood sugar today? What food have you eaten today? How's the gym? How are your levels? Are they steady? Are they going up? Are they down? Are they up? Are they down? So it's... Uh, yeah, it must be kind of comforting, though,
1: where you're sitting there at your laptop worrying about your diabetes, but then you're also trying to help other people out who are having the exact same thoughts as you. Because maybe the, your initial family and friends, they guess you've got diabetes, but I, like I go to the gym with you regularly, and I don't even, I can't even imagine how many thoughts are going through your head while we're in there.
0: Yeah, it's it, diabetes can be a very isolating disease. Disease, let's say condition. Mm. Condition sounds better. It can be very isolating, it, it it can be lonely at times because it is 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. There are no breaks and it's it's nice for friends and family to be concerned and to ask about it. But at the end of the day, you're only with those people for a certain amount of time throughout the day or your week or whatever it is. They're not with you when it's at 2am low blood sugar that you wake up to and you're sweating in your bed. So yeah, it can be isolating, but it's nice to connect with these people online and especially, other, especially people I'm working with online who they're going through the exact same thing as me. You could feel crappy one day and then I open up my laptop and some fella across the world who I'm working with has had the exact same day. So it's comforting in that way. Thanks for listening to this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. And if you want to listen to the full episode, you can check it out in the description. Chat to you soon.